0: Hello cyber enthusiasts, security nerds, and all of you guys in between. Welcome to the premiere episode of the Cyber Radio Podcast. In this episode, I'll be speaking with a panel of cybersecurity experts on the topic, Transitioning into Cybersecurity. We'll be answering all the frequently asked questions, as well as provide key insights that will set you up for success in your cybersecurity career. Please do well to stay tuned. This show is powered by Invitec Global, Ghana's number one provider of cybersecurity services. Services offered include cybersecurity consultancy, cybersecurity awareness training, practical ethical hacker training, vulnerability assessment, penetration testing, secured code development. They've got package for newbies called the Cybersecurity Starter Pack. This provides all the fundamental training you need when you transition into cybersecurity. Remember to make a mark, you need to start right. They've also got practical, ethical hacking courses for advanced learners. Kindly visit Invitech on www.invitechglobal.com to learn more. any further ado let me just move on to my first panelist abigail abigail will you want to introduce yourself and tell us what you do currently
1: all right thank you very much um my name is abigail abigail didier Okley. i'm currently an associate consultant um that in information security with Innovari and also a graduate student at gempa um of um digital forensic and cyberspace
2: yeah, thank you. Thanks, Abigail.
0: Um, Daniel, will you want to tell us about yourself and what you do currently?
2: Yeah, my name is Daniel Jeremiah. I am a student. And I'm also a full-time uh, bug bounty hunter at Road, Uh sometimes with Akawan, but not that much. And I'm very in love with uh, uh, cyber forensics.
0: Thank you, Daniel. Raymond, can you tell us about yourself and what you do currently.
3: Okay, so my name is Raymond Obu. I'm a computer engineering graduate. I'm an offensive security instructor at Invitec Global and a security researcher as well at Invite Global.
0: All right. Mr. Holmes, could you tell us about yourself and what you do currently? My name is Francis Holmes Golden Podanai.
4: I'm the CEO of Holmes IT Hub in Takradi. I work with Ghana Education Service as a friend teacher, and I also have my IT hub that I manage myself. I graduate from Ghana Technology University College, information, BSc Information Technology.
0: All right, Emanuela.
5: Okay, so I'm um, Emanuela Sejma Ramza, and I'm a third year student of Ghana Communication Technology University studying computer
2: engineering
0: all right thank you Emanuela. i have great very great people sitting on the panel right now some of them have some experience some of them it's a mixed it's a mixed panelist group and so everybody is going to get a fair share of what is happening trust me it's going to be an, a very very enjoyable time yeah trust me just sit back in your seat buckle up your seat belt, and get ready to be taken into the world of cybersecurity in such a way you never expected. Just to swing into action, um, could you please tell me um, where you were before you got into cybersecurity? Remember, we are talking about transition into the field of cybersecurity. And I want to ask um, Abigail, where were you before you transitioned into um, the field of cybersecurity? It could be in a text or wherever you were, where, where from you before you got into the field of cybersecurity? Abigail.
1: Alright. Um so I actually have a public relations background. So I was working with with that. So I was in a um I was working with a tech company as a sales account manager, basically doing marketing or sales you know? and, and and so I, I I decided to transition into something else. I thought of IT, but IT being broad, I had to speak to other people, and then one or two people suggested cybersecurity to me. And that was when I, I, I took that bold decision and landed in the cybersecurity space now. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Abigail. Um, Raymond, could you tell us where you were? And yes, and just explain to
3: us how you got into cybersecurity. Raymond. Alright, so my journey so far into cybersecurity has been an interesting one, but I would say before I got into cybersecurity, due to my program of study in the university, I kept on exploring fields within the tech domain. So I do remember having to begin with an area like going into software engineering, basically having to do more web development, but then I got to realize it wasn't really my thing. So I kept exploring again. Then I did come across, I went to an, uh, I did come across, I felt like IoT, and that seemed very interesting having to think out with hardware and just think around IoT. That was very interesting for me, but I kind of realized that I wasn't really ready to do that as a full time uh, part or career. So, I do remember before getting into the university, I'd gone for an earlier bootcamp where I was first introduced to IoT and cybersecurity as well. But then I didn't really have the push to get into the industry. I'll say the major event that may have really caused the transitioning was my internship with Invited Global in third year. Yeah. So, that really helped with the smooth transitioning because through that internship, I really got to understand much more about the field, I gained some skills. And ever since then, I've never looked back with my journey to cybersecurity. Excellent,
0: excellent. For the newbies on the call, I hope we are just picking up something nice. You are picking up some inspiration from um, the things that the panelists are sharing. Noela, if you can hear me, can you share where you were previously before you got into cybersecurity, Noela?
5: Okay, so I mentioned earlier, I'm still in school, in my degree, and as the thought of every student, thinking of what to do after school, I tried to explore any IT field I came across. So I started off with um, web development, like my co was I don't know, but at that time, it was very interesting. Then at one point, it didn't seem so interesting. I was losing interest and focus. Then I had this boot camp I attended, which was about IoT. So I said, okay, let me attend and see what's there, because I was still exploring. When I went, that one was also interesting. I said, hey, wow, IoT is also there. Let me try this one to so see. So I was going into IoT. Then during the lockdown, I had this um, course on AI, artificial intelligence. And I said, oh, wow, this is another IT field. So I went into that one. I took the course. And it was interesting. I said, okay, web development, IoT, now AI. Not bad. AI is also fun. So I was thinking of going into AI. Then I came across cybersecurity. And honestly, I'm enjoying this field so much. I don't know. I don't think I'll ever even go out of cybersecurity because the interest over here has overshadowed the other interests I had in the various fields. And I'm loving this field here.
0: I don't think I will ever go back to anything else apart from cybersecurity. <laughs> Great. Thanks, thanks, Noella. Um, Danielle, you've been doing cybersecurity for some time. Um, do you think? you need to be in a tech background, like a technological background before you can do cybersecurity.
2: Yeah, that's not right. I've some of that uh, transition to cybersecurity from economics, accounting, and so on. For me, for example, I my background was accounting before I switched to science back then, I could remember. So I started from like a school uptake, after computer education, then I did three years with networking, web development and stuff like that. And I moved to my BSc with IT and stuff. But I think that will give you like advantages in some areas, but it doesn't really stop you to be in cyber security if you really want to be, because I've seen so many friends that they are business admin, they just hate their job and they want something else and they just jump into cyber security. You just need to be in the right circle of people and the right, uh, like a a group of people that will guide you to do what you have to do and what you shouldn't do. That's what I thought.
0: Excellent, Daniel. Excellent, Daniel. Um, Yes, you need to be in the right cycle of people. For me, that's my key takeaway message. You need to be among the right people with the right mindset. They're going to push you into doing cybersecurity, proper proper cybersecurity. Abigail, would you want to tell us something about um, coming from a non-technical background or a technology background? Is there something you want to tell us, Abigail? All
1: right, so um, I'm, I'm I'm actually a perfect example of someone who transitioning into cybersecurity with IT background and for the amazing part of cybersecurity because I I have come to realize that cybersecurity is actually a people's job. It's a field consisting of disciplines and best practices to actually safeguard integrity, availability, and confidentiality of networks and other networks and information systems. And so there are many cyber soft skills there are, there are a lot of soft skills that, that when you have as a person from any background, you can come into the cybersecurity space to, to, to have a career in the cybersecurity industry. Such as when I talk of soft skills, I mean your ability to communicate, both verbal and written, your, your, your presentation skills, and your ability to stand and solve problems. Or even your leadership or managerial skills. Those are the soft skills that you bring on board in the cybersecurity space. And these are all reasonable parts to your cyber um, career. So you need to know that in cybersecurity, there's something for everyone. There's something for everyone. And that I have, one thing I even noticed is that. People to my people having a non technical experience into the space. To me, I see it as an added advantage to the industry because a person with zero IT background is likely to bring all much dedication, passion, determination, and commitment to the table. And to me, this is an excellent start. So to be a cybersecurity. you, you just have to have passion and the time and the willingness to learn and you, you can be there too. It's possible coming in with no IT background. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Abigail. It's possible to come in with no IT or technological background. So, my newbies out there, it's entirely possible. Somebody yesterday was asking me, okay, I have applied mathematics background. Can I fit into cybersecurity? I said, You do so well. Just pick up your bag and baggage. Come, I'll give you resources. And in less than no time, you'll be you'll be you'll be you'll be at a great place. Another example is Heath Adams. He was an accountant. He got to a point. He was not interested in doing accounting anymore. And then he switched into cybersecurity. He's now called a cyber mentor. So you could just put all those things together and see that you don't really need any technological background. Just walk into the door of cybersecurity, fix the right people around you, and you be off to a good start. The job also pays well. Don't tell anybody I said that. Let's take a quick breather, and then we'll come back with some more questions and discussion. Moving on, Holmes. Um, what's that one thing, Mr. Holmes? What's that one thing that motivates you every day to keep doing what you're doing in cybersecurity? You're a CEO, you manage a hub, and you do some level of cybersecurity. What is that one thing that keeps motivating you, Mr. Holmes?
4: Uh okay. Uh to say uh I train as a friend teacher. I've been teaching with GES. Uh, Till I had the opportunity to travel outside the country, especially to India, and it was a scholarship to go and read tourism and hospitality management. So when I got to the university where I was doing my course, there was a program that was held and there was one engineer who is part of um, the IT engineers in India, in the state in which I I was studying. So one evening we were discussing the future endeavors that we would like to go into. And he said something so interesting. He said, hey, which country are you from? And I said, Ghana. And so Ghana is good and Ghana is developing. So have you ever thought of doing something apart from tourism and hospitality? And so I'm also interested in IT. Then he said, when you get back home, try and study cybersecurity because in 10 years to come, it's going to pay very well. So I took his advice that he gave me. When I come back to Ghana, I decided to travel to China to go and do the cybersecurity. But unfortunately, I wasn't given the visa. Then I decided to join Ghana Telecom University College, where I studied information technology. And I was also introduced to Eva Tech by one of my cousins, which I started on the platform. Then I saw that, no, these guys have a lot to offer in cybersecurity. So that is what has been pushing me to get to the state where I am to have my own IT hub after school. So I see that we are developing and cybersecurity It's a broad field and it is something we all need to understand to be able to manage the future. That is what has been pushing me to do that.
0: Thank you. All right. Thanks, Mr. Holmes. Thanks, Mr. Holmes. Um, Raymond, what's the one thing that pushes you? What's the one thing that motivates you to stay in cybersecurity? That one single thing that when you look at, you're not going to turn back.
3: All right. So for me, The key thing is my uh, inquisitive nature, okay? So, Raymond, for anyone very close to me, the person would either tell you that I'm quite inquisitive, I always want to find out why this, what's that, and everything. okay? So my inquisitive nature has always got me trying to figure out or find out things, okay? And for me, in my quest to find out things, uh, I rather channeled that into finding real-world problems, okay? problems that are very critical things that would find those critical issues or problems would really be beneficial to keeping things safe okay so for me it's an inquisitive nature and in channeling that inquisitive nature and finding things i'm always happy or excited to be the one to either figure or find that out before the bad guys do find that out so that in that way the good guys finding it first would give, uh, let's say, the owners or the administrators of that system the upper hand to be able to correct the issue at hand before the bad guys do get their hands on that and then cause some level of damage to whatever it is.
0: Excellent. By inquisitive nature, who <laughs> always push me to cybersecurity. That's excellent. That's an interesting view. And I think I side with that. Yes, um, one of the key skills that is needed in cyber for you to get inquisitive so before i joined i started the call i was just reading an article and they were talking about um, when they were about in uh, interviewing a number of um intents so i think just before the room where they would do the interview there was um a small screen there i think you do registration or something on it and i mean the 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 glass or the surface the display was quite glitchy there was something wrong with it but none of the interns noticed there was this particular person that noticed and was trying to figure it out his inquisitiveness pushed him to figure what was happening not knowing somebody was watching to him and in the next moment he was hired on the team so trust me inquisitiveness is rewarding it will get rewarded and in cybersecurity, you need more of that. To so all my listeners out there, to all my newbies out there, you really, really need to be curious or inquisitive. It's one thing that is going to push you to do more and to thrive in this field of cybersecurity. Thank you, um, Raymond, once again. And Danielle, you've been doing back bounty, like you mentioned. What's the one thing that keeps motivating you to do cybersecurity? What's the one thing that motivates you?
2: Uh, I think, uh, first of all, you need to love what you're doing. Uh, that is the first thing you need to remember. And you need to have some quote that you need to repeat, keep repeating to yourself every day when you wake up or when you're at night. I, you need to try harder. And you need to remember that once you quit this thing that you're doing, that you thought that you love, then you lose. Because nobody's going to lose it to see you, right? So you keep... You keep pushing because you never quit. When you quit, you lose. But so in bug bounty, it, they, they, I think it's more challenging because there are like thousands of people trying to look for the same bug. But what makes me really happy is when I'm writing a report. When I find a bug, you know that happiness that comes into your head, and you're writing a report to a company to fix that. I uh, bug that really makes you feel like, okay, I'm gonna find more bug. Okay, I'm gonna try more. And if it's TF that you love to do, when you find like a, a flag that that kind of joy that you have that keeps you, you going every time like you want to do more you want to do more so you need to be persistent also and you need to always remember, remind yourself that once you quit now you are losing so that is what i thought about it
0: excellent uh, daniel so when daniel was talking he was talking it was he said something about bug bounty or bugs so, Bug Bounty is basically a special program that is rewarding you for finding bugs in a program. So, bugs in cybersecurity means problems or errors in a program which hackers will take advantage of and then use it to attack people. So, for example, Microsoft Word or Microsoft has developed Microsoft Word. There's a problem with Microsoft Word but probably microsoft doesn't know about it or microsoft alone cannot find all those problems so what microsoft does is to start a program what we call a bag bounty program a program where everybody across the world will be allowed to test the software all security researchers will test the software and when they find anything that Um, It's a flaw or um, it's a vulnerability or it's a weakness. They're going to point out to Microsoft and Microsoft will fix that. Then in return for you reporting with integrity, you also be rewarded. So it's a back bounty program and that's what Daniel does. And that's what keeps him going every now and then. All right, Emanuela, what about you? What keeps you motivated?
5: So I'll go a bit back to talk more on having the right people around you. And once again, to make Invitech Global, it's a place where you find a lot of people who are ready to learn and ready to share. I don't think I would have been able to come this far without the right people from Invitech Global. They are so encouraging. And sometimes when you are studying something on your own, you might feel like giving up on the way. But having the right people, They are always there to check out, how is it going? Oh, have you been able to do this? When there's something that is out and they think you haven't seen it to involve yourself, they ask you, have you seen this? Oh, let's do this together. And it's very encouraging. So I would like to thank them and then tell everyone that it's very, very important to have the right people. And it's the right people around me that keep me going in the cyberspace.
0: And on that note, we end this episode of the Cyber Radio Podcast. I'll see you in the next episode where we take this discussion further. Please do well to take a listen. My name is Nehemiah, and I thank you for listening.